Hi everyone and welcome to In the Meantime with Moria. I am your host Moria Hall and today with me I have Ariana Cooper. Ariana is someone who I went to high school with and something about her that always stood out to me other than how well she carried herself was how talented she was academically. She is here today to tell us about her academic journey as well as her journey as an individual. Hi, thank you for having me Moria. Of course, of course. Okay, so first question I have for you. What is your personal definition of being smart? Some people are naturally gifted. Another type of smartness would be having interest and it just translating to your knowledge. And then a different type of smartness I would say is how well you handle difficult situations. Like how do you react? Do you keep a level head? Different things like that. So out of those definitions of being smart, which one do you feel like you identify with the most? Um, I would say all, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. I find that when I'm interested in things and that that being interested, you have to know what you're interested in too. Like for example, I would not force myself to do anything that I really don't want to do at this stage in my career. So I have to have a level of interest because I know I'll be engaged in the material or what I'm learning. Also, how I handle situations. When I know that I have handled a situation level-headed with calmness, I know that I have accomplished something. Wow, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, so if I don't let the small things get to me, then I know I'm moving, I'm progressing. Nice. Can you tell us about your academic journey, basically from primary school to now? From primary school to high school, well, even for my undergraduate, I went to a private school and that really made a difference with my education. And also from, I would say, grade six to my senior year, I also was involved in athletics, like track. I did golf for about two years. So I always maintain balance in my academic journey so I always had an outlet and then when I transitioned to my undergrad I was involved in several student organizations and that's how I kept my balance as well so I'm always doing something other than school academic standing is different when you reach the doctoral level you're supposed to get high grades in all of your classes because you've reached the stage of mastery. So they expect a certain grade, but I don't think about my grades too much. It's not like, hey, I need to get this grade. I know that I will get this grade because the amount of work that I am putting in, I would see the return of my investments. It's different than undergrad and high school. Have you ever had an instance where you prepared for a test or for an assignment and you didn't do as well as you thought of based on the amount of work you put in? Because guilty. It happened several times. And that's the thing because you would think, oh my gosh, it's time to give up. But if you continue to press on and continue to study and continue to apply yourself, you would notice that things would just start to work out. But you may not get the A, but if you get a C, that's okay too. Have you ever felt pressure to, you know, constantly get good grades? And if so, how did you go about it? Somewhat, because, well, I am on a scholarship with the university, right? 
and even in my undergrad I had scholarships that did apply pressure to getting good grades because you would lose your scholarship. I had to like luck within and that's where I learned how to do things what I'm interested in. During my undergrad, I took industrial and manufacturing engineering. The first two years, I really didn't enjoy it because we were taking classes, the basic classes like calculus one, physics one, and I was getting bored. And two, you're doing all this hard work and you're trying to figure out is all of this worth it? If would I enjoy my job when I graduate? Different things like that is going through my mind. I started to talk to people who were in their third, fourth year, and I noticed the classes that they're taking, because sense is more specialized to my major, those are a little bit more enjoyable because they're focusing on the things when I first started my major. It's too late to change my major. I already put in all the hard work to get to this point. I learned certain principles that could be applied to anything, and that that is very valuable. So who would you say is your support system through it all? First support system would be my relationship with God. That has really helped me along this journey. And also it has given me the strength that I need to continue to progress. Also my relationship with my family and my friends, they understand that what I am doing right now can be stressful and requires a lot of time but that does not change our relationship i was in a bible study group and also i was involved in national side of black engineers where we would have study groups that's nice oh so that goes very well into my next question for you what are other ways you present your personality to the world now i know you mentioned you being involved in athletics and then you mentioned your groups you were involved in with college like what are other ways you show who you are outside of your academic strength. I'm really interested in like entrepreneurship. I could read about entrepreneurship all day, watch interviews, different things like that. Before I started my doctorate, I like to bake. And then I like to cook when I have time, different things like that. I love doing hair, like doing my own hair. I've not done anybody else's own, but I'm just intrigued. <laughs> by that like you said i also like athletics i'm open to doing any sport but mainly i like to run that's my stress relief and everything when you're stressed out do you have a certain meal you go towards i would say desserts <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't blame you me too yes me too <laughs> okay so how important do you think it is in extracurricular activities when it comes to applying to college as well as grad school oh it's very important they want to see a balanced student or balanced person where people at the end of the day they want to see that you can be successful academically but also help others interact with others work on teams organizations help you develop those skills gives you tangible things and tangible experience to talk about when you are in interviews you may not have time to have a job but if you're involved in organizations you have that community also that you can rely on to say hey can you write a reference letter for me hey can you help me write my resume you have people to lean on who are the same age as you as well so i see plenty Mm -hmm. of benefits in it do you think it matters which extracurricular activity it is? Like, would it be more beneficial to show outside of your major per se or more within your major or a little bit of both? 
I find value in both. It is good to build connections inside and outside of your major because you know more people. Maybe your major may need somebody outside of your major to help you in the future. Right. You already form a genuine relationship with them because you were involved in the student organization. And also, it's always good to broaden your horizons. Keep your finger on the pulse, know what's happening in your industry and also what's happening outside. So I noticed you mentioned earlier that you're very big on entrepreneurship. Can you tell us a little bit about your project called Virtuous Queen Girl Empowerment? Yes. So when I was in my sophomore year of undergrad, I found out that my university had a program where they give grant money for philanthropy work. And I was like, this is an awesome opportunity and I should apply. So I came up with the idea along with help from one of my trusted friends. And we decided to bring this back to the Bahamas. So we formed Virtuous Queens where we hosted a summer camp for girls in the Grand Bahama community where they showed up every Saturday for a consecutive five weeks. And each Saturday they learned about self-worth, who they are, and we did different activities that coincide with that and it was amazing. I was very happy of the outcome and yes, it is one of the many projects I hope to continue on in the future. So how did you get inspired to create this project? Like what made you come up with this idea? When I was growing up, I went to summer camps. So at the YMCA and different things, but I've never went to a summer camp specifically for females, for girls. Right. And that empowered who we are. So learning about who I am as a person, as a woman, I felt like it's very important that girls know this from a very, very early age. My mother and my father did a very good job of instilling these values in me. So I started to think about what about girls who may need the extra push or reminder because they may have these values in them but it's always good to have these environments for them to remind them so mm -hmm. that's where the inspiration came from i'm happy that we did this and i still see a need for it so hopefully we can do it in the future oh wow that was powerful i love that yeah. i love that okay now back to engineering what do you feel like is a misconception that people have as students who study engineering that you would like to debunk? A misconception, I would say, is that the student needs to be smart, like the smartest. And I would say, mm -hmm. I feel like the student just needs to be able to have the ability to work hard, to be supported. Many times in class, I would notice that it's not the student who's the smartest, the student who is well supported the most, who has the most resources, whose family may have been engineers and they already have people who help them along the way. Right. Who may be well connected, who may already know about certain things. So I would say it's just being strategic as a student. But when we graduate from high school, we may not know these things, but I would say once you're willing to work hard and you're open to new things you know you're open to growing you're open to the challenges that it may come because engineering is not easy it's not and we often hear this but 
are you willing to go through it? Well, that debunks my theory because I thought once you study engineering, you have to be like really, really smart. I now looked at it as, oh, just work hard and have resources because I felt like, no, that's too easy because I could do that. Like anyone could do that. So the fact that you said that, it made it seem more attainable for other people to try and study engineering. Yes. So I appreciate that. So my last question for you before we wrap up the show is what advice would you give college students who are interested in pursuing an engineering degree? So first I would say to make sure that you pick the field that you're most interested in. Don't pick a field just because you see a high payout. Make it worth your time by picking something that you're most interested in and then the money would come in the end. Number two, network. Networking as in I'm trying to talk to somebody so that I can get something. Be genuine with your networking. Like try to just be curious. Talk to people. Have conversations out of a spirit of curiosity. Like, hey, I want to learn more about what you do. Create a LinkedIn. Meet new people and see what people are doing in the field. This would help you along your journey because you say, oh my gosh, they took this major, the same major that I'm taking, and this is where they are today. So that would help you. While you're studying, I would say form relationships with your professor if that is possible. So if you have a small class size, I would say start to talk to your professor. Go to their office hours. If you have a question, go to them first before asking your classmate. That may be more beneficial because they may tell you the whole answer rather than just telling you the answer on the test. So Mm -hmm. trying to talk to your professor would be very beneficial. Like I said earlier, don't overburden yourself. At the end of the day, your academics come first. So if you have the time and your schedule to join organizations, it would be very beneficial. So make sure you're always putting your academics first and your well-being and your mental health first as well. And have fun second. Don't forget it's college. (laughs) So make sure to have fun. Yes. All right, then. That's all the time we have today. Thank you, Ariana, for stopping by. In the meantime, with Moria. Bye. Thanks for having me.